0: Welcome into the Penny Bloom Podcast. I am Colton Robertson. Today I am not joined by Tavares Pennington, but I have some wonderful guests for this Mandalorian rewatch. Just like last week, I've got Joe and Miles with me. What's up, Joe?
1: What's up?
0: What's up, Miles? How's it going? Plus, this week, we've got an extra guest, my boy Kyla Barnett.
1: What's What's up, up, guys?
2: Good to be back.
0: Hey, good to see you, buddy. Yeah, a few months back, uh January actually, so uh eight months back, me and Kyler recorded some Iron Man podcasts for uh Koro's Companion Podcast, and it was uh quite enjoyable. So I figured I'd have him on because he's pretty good at this. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. I just, just speechless there. Didn't know what to say. My bad. <laughs> we'll we'll get we'll get the feel here. We'll get the feel back. You're
0: good. You're good here,
2: buddy. You're good.
0: Uh so This week, we've got Season 1, Chapter 2 of The Mandalorian, titled The Child. Directed by Rick Famuyiwa and written by Jon Favreau. Overall, how do you guys feel about this uh, episode?
2: I mean, I personally really enjoyed this one because, I mean, if we're going back and kind of recapping just a little bit about the first episode, one of the things I really liked you guys touched on in uh, the episode one was how Mandalorian is just built up in episode one is like, such a badass. Like, he literally, like, un- like unstoppable force, like, ain't nothing scaring this man. Like, he's in there. IG-11's ready to, like, basically just detonate himself. Like, hey, man, for the team. And Mandalorian's like, oh, hey, like, take a chill pill. Let's just, like, methodically think this out. And I think in episode two, I love the, like, change of pace. You kind of see him get caught off guard, like, kind of, like, panicked, a little freaked out. I think that's just a good change of pace.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, I agree. And I, I made the, uh, the uh, comparison last week to uh, space Batman.
2: Oh yeah, this I think be, I mean, yeah. I personally think that's a good, uh, a good analogy. Plus,
0: he basically watched his parents die. So there's Damn. another, there's another thing right there.
2: <laughs> Damn. I mean, it's there, the, cold blooded, cold blooded. As long as there's pearls in the scene, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get the pearls in there, hitting the ground, slow mo yeah, shot.
0: You have to. Uh, Joe, how'd you feel about this episode?
3: Um, any any baby Yoda I can get. I did, um, and he he came in clutch this episode. So oh, he he did. It, yeah, it was it was pretty dope. I, I'd have to say.
1: What about you, Miles? Uh, I enjoyed the episode, kind of like as uh, Kyler said, how it was the whole change of pace of like we in the first episode it was all just of you know the Mandalorian just being a badass, and then in this you know this episode where like whenever he's fighting the mudhorn he just kind of gets kicked around the entire time, and oh, then absolutely. whenever you know kind of going a little ahead, but whenever he finally gets back. Uh, Quill, or however you say his name, is just like, What took you so long?
0: Yeah, like, we've been here figured, waiting for you. You're getting that shit done pretty quick. It was just yeah, a I thought it'd one, be like,
1: I... Yeah, 10, 15 minutes, and then you'd just be back with the egg. and... Yeah, you know, fucking Suka. You suka. died?
0: <laughs> <laughs> suka, Suka. <laughs> Give me the egg. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm always here for Jawas. Yeah. Droids uh, are such a such a great part of the uh, Star Wars universe. Obviously, we we got familiar with them very early on in uh, nineteen seventy seven with the original uh, Star Wars movie, and uh, I just I just like I, like we talked about all all last episode, just the constant callbacks to everything throughout the Star Wars universe is just wonderful. One of my favorite parts about this series.
2: So just so I get this straight, are you like pro jawa Like you're a fan? Because like I, I can't freaking stand them. I think they're the most annoying things. Because I guess maybe I'm just bitter from like Lego Star Wars when I was a kid. And there's like a level where I had to be like C3PO and try to get in that thing and get out. And like I, they I just what talking about. I mean, they just whoop me like all the time. So I like can't stand these things. I just think they're no, annoying. See, that's
0: the that's the thing too. Is that like uh when it comes to Star Wars things, uh, I like it all. So like when it comes to like a character like C-3PO, I think C-3PO is annoying as fuck. <laughs> but I love C-3PO, you know,
2: <laughs> because,
0: because he's such a central part of Star Wars, you know. <laughs> I mean,
2: I, yeah, I, I I just I don't know, man. I, I Like I said, I just keep coming back to that Lego Star Wars level where it's just like I can't I can't let that aside. Like, just I mean, yeah, well, what can you I, do?
0: And speaking of uh, video games, I was thinking about this as we were watching uh, this episode. Actually, uh, this series reminds me a lot of a role play video game from like the perspective of Mandalorian.
3: It would be so much fun. Oh, it's so
0: kick! I mean, like even like here in a few uh few minutes when I start this breakdown, when he's fighting the fucking sandcrawler, like that's
2: that's a level straight out of a video game yeah. from back in the day. Like that's just that's just kick ass. That's fucking kick ass. So I don't want to like totally derail this whole thing or just right from the jump. I mean, barely in. But like, there's two things I really feel like Mandalorian clicks with me. Like when I watch it, I just love the fact that if to me it feels almost like it's a west, like a Star Wars western. western like if you put yeah. a western into Star Wars, well, I mean, they like, all kind of modeled after. Yeah, I but like I just love things. that this one seems so much more
0: gunslinger western. Yeah,
2: I hate to say grounded. Cause like, how dumb does that sound? Yeah, it's not like it's but smaller. Like, it's like, but
0: like, it's smaller. It's smaller than yeah, the than the movie.
2: And then I think it also reminds me like just almost a little bit like maybe it's just this episode and the vibes I got from this episode. But like Indiana Jones and to a degree, like that sandcrawler you. scene when he's like clinging to the tank in Indiana Jones. Yeah, and he's just really clinging onto the tank and
1: just getting yeah, dragged on the rocks. I mean, yeah. It, I'm it. like, oh, man. Wait, who is this Indiana? Are you talking about Han Solo? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. they I mean, can't all George, all universe. George
0: Lucas, all George Lucas creations too. That's a good point. So I mean, like, yeah, I mean, he and George Lucas, he's gone on record many times saying how he's influenced by westerns and samurai films, mm-hmm. and how those all influenced Star Wars to a great degree. So it only makes sense that Dave Filoni, co-creator of this series, who was basically the um, prodigal, Yeah, prodigal son of George Lucas. Right, right. <laughs> but just fed off his energy. So, uh, how about we, uh, we dive into this, uh, episode breakdown scene by scene? You
2: ready? I'm down. Let's do it. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So we start this episode on, uh, Mando walking alongside, uh, Baby Yoda's little pod thing, making their way through the canyons and caverns. And it, uh, it reminded me of, uh, R2-D2 at the uh, beginning of A New Hope when he's like going through and he gets zapped by the Jawas, which yeah. is perfect for this scene, uh, for this whole episode. And, uh, Baby Yoda makes eye contact with these, like, uh, lizards on the side, and they, they follow him around, and obviously the first time I watched this, I didn't connect that to the fact that he's strong with the Force, and he's connected to all living things, but all these little animals were like, oh shit, look at this fucking guy, let's follow him around. I like yeah. this guy. And it, <laughs> they're all just trailing Baby Yoda, like, yeah, this is our, this is our leader. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, we see some movement in the background, and uh, they're Trandoshan bounty hunters, same as a uh, Bosk, and uh, I'd forgotten. That's about that's exactly about
2: what scene. I had wondered if because when I saw him, I thought, man, they look just like like the same kind of creature as Bosk, I and mean, I was wondering. But oh, yeah, I'm, glad like you, I, I'm glad you confirmed that because I was yeah. curious.
0: Yeah, and uh, I completely forgot about this scene for some reason. I like there's not much in this show that I'd forgotten. But this scene, like when I saw it again on my rewatch today, and I'd, I've watched the show already like three times through at least. So like seeing it today and being like, "Holy shit, where have I been?" Every time the scene is on.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you <laughs> like, took a I bathroom break or something. Yeah, or something like,
0: like I didn't remember it at all, and I was like, "This is this is a fucking great fight. I love it." Uh, but uh as one of them's running away, fucking Mando disintegrates the dude.
3: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yo, oh. straight
2: up particles just everywhere like no has gone poof
3: Thanos snapped him away the
2: thing the thing that like shocked me I guess was that there was three of them if you watch the fight scene so he basically hand-to-hand just like beats beats the other two Mm -hmm. and then there's one running towards baby Yoda and he just straight up aims that big old thing and just zaps him like you said just disintegrates him my thing was I mean obviously he's used this weapon he knows what it's about for sure but like my fear is like what if that thing goes through this lizard and just like sends Baby Yoda send like Baby Yoda? Yeah, yeah, like collateral <laughs> well, is, from Call of Duty stuff. I mean, if like he, if it
1: does, he just goes and just still collects the bounty.
2: He's like, well, yeah, now yeah, it's just less.
1: It's just the show's a lot shorter. Yeah, just, <laughs> the credits are rolled after episode two, and it's, yeah. sorry,
3: uh, no season two.
0: <laughs> but this was also interesting because in Empire Strikes Back, Vader tells Boba Fett no disintegrations.
3: Mm -hmm. No way! In in
0: reference to Han Solo, he goes, "No disintegrations." So, like, this is what he was—this is what he was talking about. Like, this actual weapon being able to disintegrate people, and they finally brought it into the into the universe. Like, actually showing what this weapon's dude. That is so. My mind
2: is like, that's freaking dude. John Favreau and Filoni show. It's you guys talked about this in episode one about the fan service that Mm -hmm. they. It's so mind blowing to me how deep they go, like they will pull like i mean i I've, I've watched Star Wars a lot of times, especially the movies and especially the original trilogy, just because I wasn't around back then, so I feel like I have ground to make up like I need to watch it as much as possible <laughs> just to like feel like I was there back then, but the fact that like i i don't I never remembered that line, I never had heard that i don't that didn't even click with me until you literally just said that, and it's like.
0: Exactly, dude. Like, mind-blowing. There are so many instances of stuff like that throughout this entire series. But uh, after he disintegrates the dude, uh, the tracking fob falls on the ground, and you can feel the energy from Mando. He's just like, fucking A, these dudes are not going to stop coming until I, right. until I turn this baby in. <laughs> yeah, like, he's got a big uh, big dad. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So we, uh, we get the t- – oh, what's up?
3: I just feel like George Lucas just throws, like, little things like, hey, I created this, like, you know – like a long time ago. Here's a little line I threw in there. Be pretty cool to do now because the technology's there. It's there. Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I swear, like he just has like a little checklist. Like I really want this to be in like the yeah. Star Wars universe one time. And yeah, I, like I, yeah,
2: like one of those things where it's like I didn't have the like means to do this back then, but like if you did it now, that would be. And it's not like
1: somebody's gonna be like George, get, get out of here. Like man. yeah, exactly. You <laughs> I mean, remember that three word line from 40 years ago? Yeah, it's a thing now.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No disintegrations. Just no... <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: they, they took that Not... and they were like, you know what would be cool is like if we uh disintegrated someone. <laughs> 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 uh, but that that weapon does come back around and I think next episode. Mm. Um, but uh they uh take a stop that uh so that Mando can close up his wounds and you see Baby Yoda straining here. He's uh it's the first time he tries to does tries to do a force heal
3: what do you think Mando
1: was thinking? He was like, probably
0: like, what the fuck's wrong with this yeah.
1: guy? <laughs> like, sit the fuck down yeah. and go to sleep or something.
0: Well, And that's how he handled him, too. Like Baby yeah. Yoda got up and walked for- towards him, and you could see like the strain in his face as he held out his hand. He was like... Rrrr.
1: Is he trying and, and, to reach me? Is yeah, he,
0: and Mando was like, man, this- just sit in your fucking pod. <laughs> and, uh, and Baby Yoda crawls out of the pod, and then uh, Mando's like, fucking A. He picks him back up, he puts him in, and then we get this view of Mando from Baby Yoda's perspective much like his parents shutting the doors on him. We see the pod close above oh, Baby Yoda. Oh, my Mando. God.
2: I'm so glad you brought that up because that was one of the huge things I noticed was I feel like, obviously, this is a rewatch, so we know how things go. And yeah. obviously, in episode one, we see Mando not allow Baby Yoda to get, you know, IG-11 to kill yeah. him. Like, yeah. yeah we So we know Mando's got a soft spot for some reason. He doesn't well, know why. He was a yeah,
0: he was the foundling. He That's he what was I'm found saying. as a child. So when he finds parallel, his child,
2: that parallel oh. is like the confirmation that like Mandalorian. There's a lot more in common, and he knows it. And I love that scene. I'm glad you brought that up because I had sure. been thinking about that since I, wa- I listened to episode one, and then I watched episode two after, and I've been thinking about that since then. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Just a big old softy. Just shoot the kid <laughs> and just fry him up and eat him for dinner. Damn. Oh my god. Grind
0: them up in a smoothie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with the smoothie i with this.
3: I really do think we found the Star Wars director and producer, uh like producer oh, the I mean, producer I want... group.
0: I want Favreau and Filoni to yes. be the, the co-creators behind yes. everything Star Wars, and I want this team of directors like the Rick Famuyiwa and uh, Deborah Chow and Dave Filoni and John, John Favreau yeah. and all these people just the Taika Waititi. All these people. Yes, to come to uh,
2: if you throw Taika Waititi in with any of uh, Filoni and Favreau, I mean, I don't see how you don't get a hit. It needs I don't to be a get a contract it. now. Disney well, now.
0: Taika Waititi has a uh, upcoming Star Wars project, apparently, is what I've heard.
2: Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. I've been reading in, uh, up on
0: that. In a, a recent interview, actually, Jeff Goldblum hinted at something that he was doing with ta- Taika Waititi, and people are speculating <laughs> that Jeff Goldblum might be popping up in the Star Wars universe. Oh <laughs> my
1: gosh, that's nuts. It's a dream come true.
0: Oh, a dream come true. He would probably play a pretty similar role to the one he played in Thor Ragnarok. Is like that's just what I was going to say.
3: What if he plays the same character... And the universes <laughs> and that's, are linked. And that's we get a Star <laughs> Wars Avengers crossover.
0: All, all Disney owned. It could happen. Um, but uh, next we see this uh, beautiful silhouette shot of Mando and Baby coming over a, a hilltop where they uh, find some Jawas raiding the Razor Crest, and uh, never a good sign. Never a good sign to see Jawas raiding your ship. You know they're stripping that shit for all the parts, all the parts they possibly can. Uh, there's some. Uh, there's some fiendish crackheads, and. Uh, <laughs> Eggheads, eggheads. Of course, Uh, uh But uh, Mando does some more disintegrations here. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah, very, very, very. Shoot first, ask later mentality here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, um, who's uh, gonna mess with them? That's his. That's his ship, and those are Jawas. You know, he's like, I, I'm gonna dispatch these bitches just because I can.
3: <laughs> so badass. Turned,
0: and after this, it turns into one of the more epic moments of all the series for me when Mando goes toe to toe with a. A goddamn sand crawler. A fu- <laughs>
2: like that's, he, that's so- it's like you said, it's, it's, it's very like act first, don't even ask a question, like, don't even think about it. Like, what's my initial reaction? Like, say, I'm less. gonna go fight
0: this giant vehicle.
2: <laughs> Dude, the way he just clings onto that, and then, like, I mean, can you imagine the feeling of like, I guess, like, belittlement? Of uh, like a Jawa just like zapping you, and you're just sitting there helpless, like on the ground, like just got tased by a little midget, like red eye. <laughs> Freaking, I don't even. I hate those things. I can't say anything. I, I can maybe go like thirty <laughs> seconds I without. I, I can maybe go thirty seconds without bringing up that like I can't stand Jawas. Like, I, I just... <laughs> are they
1: children or adults? Like a, they ass. Oh, no, they're okay. they're adults. Okay. Yeah
0: like in the uh, in the original trilogy too they uh they didn't know exactly what kind of scale they were going to use for like jawas so there are a few shots in the original new hope movie where you see like 5 foot jawas running around where they're not as little as they're supposed to be yet oh, so like it's just kind of like they're no. just these big ass big ass little jawas you know
1: <laughs> well and, and uh, also um i mean it's like the ex- like the expanded universe type stuff but like the sand people and the Jawas are technically the same race.
0: Yeah. But oh, they like, they split
1: off like a long time ago and the Jawas went like underground and then eventually whenever like other people like came to Tatooine and, and shit and like left debris, they decided, Alright, we're just gonna build giant sand castles and <laughs> you know, or sand okay. crawlers and then just roam around <laughs> the planet castles? picking up debris.
2: Conspiracy theory. Let's hear it. So there's a big. Uh, we talked about this in the group chat today, talking about how a lot of people can't stand Ewoks. Yeah. Which, for the record, I like Ewoks. I love but, Ewoks. I mean, that's just me. So you like I like Ewoks,
1: but the they
0: play the drums on no, Stormtrooper skulls.
2: God. Yes. Uh, so, so let me explain my conspiracy theory. My conspiracy theory: if you're looking at the size of a Jawa and the size Dr. of an Ewok, Ewok <laughs> the Ewoks <laughs> with the low. I, I the,
0: mean. I, <laughs> They're little dudes. They could put on a hood, maybe yeah. some goggles that glow. And I mean, you maybe see, that's I, I see a jawa there. I see a jawa there. I, what if not... jawas are uh, Jedi Ewoks? <laughs> Much oh to
3: think my
2: about.
0: god! Much to think about. What if? Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, but, let's, uh, bounce, let's bounce from that before we get uh we get yeah, yeah. okay, hated right, on, on Twitter. We
0: see all this uh we see, <laughs> we see the this entire battle ensue with the sand crawler and all the Jawas are operating their little city on wheels, trying to knock him down as he crawls up the sides. And there's a moment here where a uh, Mando is hanging off the side and he is going to get swept off by like a rock formation on the side, and it reminded me a lot of a scene in Solo with Chewbacca mm-hmm. when he's about to get got.
3: So I, think, I think he got.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, you got. remember like he's, he's yeah he was hanging off the side and he was about to hit a rock formation. Like I'm, I don't know like if that's intentional, but like, cause like it's not an uncommon thing to do whenever someone's hanging off the side of a giant vehicle, you know? True. But, uh, but, uh, next we, uh, we get a brief cut to baby Yoda's pod who is, he's just keeping up quite nicely, really hauling ass in that thing. And, uh, Mando tosses a Jawa from a window and then he gets shocked when he reaches the top. And, uh, again, R2 style, like you saw the, all the outline of his, uh, like, the lightning coursing mm-hmm. through his armor and shit, which I thought was cool. And he, uh, ultimately falls to the ground.
3: He, should, he would definitely break his back from that oh, height. Oh, dude. That was, sick. like,
2: a 40-foot drop at yeah, least. That, yeah. yeah, that thing was tall.
3: He's either so, dead or his back is gone.
2: One thing I guess I don't understand is this little thing that Yoda sits in, Baby Yoda. The pod, Is it yeah. autonomous? Like, does it have a, like, tracker set up to Mando to, like, just tail that guy or like
0: we didn't we didn't fully dive into this last week we asked a question like uh, does does it uh does it just come with the species because
2: Yoda <laughs> has one of these. <laughs> as well? i know so how does it move is it autonomous? like it just like if i don't Yoda know like hey i want to go that way well, does it just do it i mean is you it see him thing? like is it
3: you see him controlling it on his on his arm pad and he swings his arm to control it sometimes so i would oh. assume like it's connected to that And like there's a range, I would assume there's a range something on it where it just kind of follows him. I don't know, but that'd be my guess.
0: That's I mean that's that's probably a fair assumption. It's yeah. probably nothing like mystical or. anything I mean, like that. here's
2: all I've noticed as Star Wars fans or Marvel fans that we demand an explanation for absolutely <laughs> everything. I want to know.
0: I want to know every goddamn thing. I want to know why it, Baby Yoda lives in this pod. You know, yeah, it's
2: kind of perfect that we have Favreau and Filoni at the helm because I feel like they do a better they job. They want to answer like, that. They want to answer issue. the most irrelevant questions that we. Have. <laughs> Man,
3: what Baby a, Yoda abandoned his kid. Think about that if it is Yoda's kid like did they really abandon this dude
0: yeah i mean i mean you, uh, if, if baby Yoda's 50 all right and and Yoda dies at say 950
1: <laughs> okay he had a
0: baby at 900 there's nothing oh, keeping that man around
1: that's true
0: <laughs> also i'm bouncing immediately you think a 900 year old wants to listen to a baby cry
1: I can't uh, imagine Yoda uh, have Yoda having a child. Exactly falls in line with the whole like you know I Jedi. And that
0: cut, that's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> well,
1: Anakin, yeah, as as, as
0: it is known, the Jedi can't make whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,
3: that yeah. is true. That is true. That threat. is true. Uh,
0: next, we uh, we get back to the ship, uh, the Razor Crest, and Mando finds that it's just absolutely torn apart. Including that, uh, weapons cache we got a brief look at in the, uh, first episode. And he, uh, he tries to take off, but his engines sputter. So him and baby are on the road again. And, uh, they head back to Quill. Home sweet home, baby. Gotta make it back to my, my, my favorite Ugnot. You know, he has spoken. He, he uh, has. At least once. We, uh, <laughs> we, see, we see a little baby chasing a frog around, and you know he wants to eat that bitch. You just know it. Uh, Homie's, homies got to be hungry. He's been locked in that pod for who knows how long inside that little prison encampment. I, Mando just found him, hasn't fed him yet.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think we talk about Mando's father. Uh, thing. I just don't think it's there. I mean, I, he's just not a lot of feel early on. Not yet, Yoda. not also, yet. For sure. Also,
1: you talked about it earlier, Colton, how like the lizards and all that stuff in like the opening scene, we're all following Yoda. And this frog Do you think Yoda right? just I'm like, like or uh, Baby Yoda baby Yoda just, like, used the Force to get the frog to come to him, and he said, all right, gotcha, bitch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> gotcha, That's so bitch. O- OP. Like, think about – okay, think about the vibe you get from Baby Groot trying to catch the fly. <laughs> that man went through hell to catch that fly in Guardians oh 2. Oh, god, the I remember that. But Baby Yoda's over here and can just take the Force and be like, yeah, dinner's, like – thanks like i think wow, that frog that frog would fill him up for at least a month how small uh, he is he's you so know. tiny
0: and that frog was like almost as big as him you saw the legs sticking out yeah. of sticking out of his mouth that was like yeah. at least his height did you see how much
2: force he used later in the episode though all those oh, force powers to be they a out of energy yeah i think i think it's weird in the jedi universe how many times have we actually seen a jedi eat food like we've seen anakin eat the apple or that fruit or whatever where you like <laughs> Slices it with the force, and then like we see Yoda sorta eat a bite of spoon or a soup bite of spoon. Yeah, wow,
1: nice no,
0: yeah. uh, I mean, and <laughs> I you got Ray making her little uh her shit at the beginning of the Force right. Awakens pops
1: up out of nowhere. Well, but yeah. she's not a Jedi, so you know doesn't count.
0: Oh sure, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, but uh, next we see a uh, Mando fill Queel in on why he's still there. Jaw was dismantled a ship and all, so you know need help. And uh, Queel tells him, you know what. I'll take you to these jawas and um they'll they'll get you figured out. We'll get we'll get this we'll get this shit straightened out because I am Queel and for some reason I know how to do fucking everything possible.
2: Yeah, see so that's one I love the dynamic between Queel and uh Mando just because I feel like like I talked about earlier with the first episode how it builds up Mandalorian is like this lone gunslinger, like he's kinda on his own, he don't need no help, like anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I think in this episode, you really see a change, of, like, obviously a change of pace and stuff. But I love that Quill, like, he's heard of the legend, and, like, he expects legendary-type things to come from Mando. But at the same yeah. time, he's also, like, got this, like, I'll yeah, help okay, you whatever. Like, oh, I can do this, too. Like, you're not that. All that. Like, I'll do something. Like, I can help. <laughs> you know, it's almost like he's got this, like, arrogance, but at the same time, like, appreciation. It's just the arrogance is much louder than the appreciation. I think he's yeah. a Sith Lord. <laughs> oh I think he's All the Jar Jar of,
3: of this series, and you wouldn't expect Jar Jar to be anything, but he's he was obviously a Sith Lord. Oh, and uh, All of I, 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 I think we'll, he wants his foot in everything, so he knows what's going on.
0: Absolutely. And at the end of this scene, Baby Yoda, uh, his his quest for the frog is a, is a success, and he uh, he swallows that motherfucker whole. Oh, geez. um, <laughs> homie, Homie's got to eat. Uh Quill carries Mando and the baby in a trailer that is hitched to his, uh, Blurg mount. And they, uh, go all the way to this Jawas encampment. And, uh, the Jawas aren't happy to see, uh, Mando, you know? The guy who disintegrated a bunch of them. Um. Would can't be happy him. either. Yeah, Can't blame him. Yeah, no. I, uh. Not, not, not shocked. <laughs> I mean, if somebody, like, just came up to us and was like, hey, I'm gonna disintegrate a few of your friends. Like,
2: <laughs> I mean, damn. It's, it's, Can
0: it's I, okay. This guy comes up to you. He's dis- he's disintegrated a few of your friends, and he's like, "Give me my shit parts back." What do you do?
2: I mean, he disintegrated <laughs> some of my friends. It's like,
0: it's like I don't want to turn him
2: down. Yeah. That guy, <laughs> yeah. business. Like, it's kind of yeah. like if Anakin strolled into the Tuscan Raider thing after he literally slaughtered like the whole race, and there was like one left, and he's like, "What's up, man? <laughs>
0: got, got anything to say?" I'm not here
2: to kill you. I'm not actually here to kill you today. I'm just here to hang out. Like. It,
0: it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, when Quill tells uh, Mando to drop his rifle, he responds, I'm a Mandalorian. Weapons are a part of my religion. And uh, this is this opens up a whole new door about the whole Mandal... Like, how have they evolved to this point? There's a huge gap in time. Like, we don't know exactly what happened to them during the Empire. We know that there was, like, this Great Purge that we've heard about. But we don't know exactly what that was. And, uh, and now it's more of a creed than it is a people.
3: Mm-hmm. They're scared to come up from underground, and they only show one at a time. It is, it is very strange that they were such a strong force, and then now it's, you know, they're, very, they're like, lingering almost.
0: And, yeah, yeah, and, 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 and we know it's because of the Empire. I would just like yeah. to know
1: how it happened, you know? Yeah, just yeah, like,
0: yeah, And I'm sure we'll get those answers, because yeah, they keep it's dropping baloney like at the, the helm. Yeah, it's the, like baloney subtle the little
1: hints yeah. of what happened, but not actually saying, yeah, this is what happened, and here's what happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh quill's like well if you want to keep being stubborn and shit man they ain't gonna give you your shit <laughs> they're not gonna give you your parts back so mando's like all right fine drop the shit and uh, they proceed to deal with the jawas uh mando refuses to trade for his parts he feels like he's owed his parts because you know they stole them probably reasonable and uh the jawas mock mando for his terrible Jawaese, saying that he sounds like a wookiee and i was like that's fucking, like, I love that line. Like, a Jawa going like, Haha, look at this fucking guy. He sounds like a Wookiee. Like,
2: <laughs> I mean, I would love to sound like a Wookiee. So, like, if that were, like, hey, like, I can't even be mad if somebody said that about me. But, I mean, as Mando, you know, he demands his respect. I, I get it. I get
0: it. Demandos his respect. Goddamn right. Damn! Uh, <laughs> Mando doesn't take kindly to hearing that he sounds like a Wookiee, and he tries to burn this Jawa's face off with his <laughs> flamethrower. And, uh... After they go back and forth for a while, they finally settle on. You know what? We'll give you your parts back if you bring us <laughs> the egg. The egg. The egg. The egg. They all chant in chorus. It is a. It's a powerful moment.
3: <laughs> Dude, I really thought this egg was going to be something special.
0: Like I, I thought really. it was like they were going to like worship this egg. Yeah, like it was. It was <laughs> something like. And you I can tell like
3: how they were born somehow. Like I'm like maybe <laughs> maybe one of them's gonna come out of it and like it's gonna be their new leader or something. I don't know,
0: bro. And like the way Queel like as soon as the first Jawa goes suka, Queel goes fucking A. You <laughs> <laughs> he, he like looks down and he's like shit. Like the fucking yeah. egg. I knew it. <laughs> I I goddamn knew it. Um, so and obviously he doesn't tell Mando what the fuck it's for, or else he's gonna be like, you so- think I'm gonna.
2: Sorry, my bad. I didn't mean to. No, go ahead, go ahead. One of the things that I think is interesting is, like, so if Quill's seen all these bounty hunters come in through here, like, trying to get stuff, like, everything, why wouldn't he have, A, warned Mando about the Jawas, and B, if, when he looked so disappointed when they were, like, the suka, suka, and this and that, and, like, they're going for the egg? Don't you think he would have been like, uh, you know, there's been some different tactics I've seen deployed, like don't do these ones, like just never like nah you just go in blind, you'll be fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like clearly he knows what Suka is. He knows yeah, what the yeah. egg is. Yeah, so he he <laughs> probably knows that it's a mudhorn egg, and he knows that he's probably gonna have to face off with a mudhorn. So I mean like clearly he has faith in the Mandalorian to just deal with that.
3: <laughs> I, I don't think Mando would go get the egg if he knew that they were just going to eat it. Like, I, oh, I, no, no. I I think he was thinking it was going to be something of importance. And then, wait, we'll get to that, I guess. It's, it's a little later.
0: But. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get around there. Uh, we next see uh, Mando and the baby being transported in the sand, cl- sand crawler and uh, Mando hits his head on the ceiling because he's a little too tall. And uh, this is another one of those things that reminded me of, uh, like, a video game. Mm-hmm. You know how like when like there's like these loading screens that feel like you're that are taking you from place to place. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like this part where he's just no lines, he's sitting in a sand crawler with jawas, and he hits his head on the ceiling. Now well, we're on to the next They scene. all laugh like, that's at just, him too. It's a it's a wonderful transition right there. I like that. And uh Mando walks up on this cave and uh prepares for battle. Enters. It looks and,
3: exactly uh, like a butthole, just throwing no, it, it has, out there if it, the cave it, looks
0: it, it, it's, it's an exact, looked, it, yeah. <sighs> It does indeed look like an asshole. And, uh, ba- baby stays behind outside the cave, and, uh, Manto enters. He turns on his flashlight. He's panning around, and, uh, he finds some bones. And if Poe Dameron was here, he'd be like, oh fuck, why is it always bones? <laughs> um, uh, he keeps searching, and his flashlight happens to shine directly into a creature's eye, and she wakes. We, I mean, uh, that's
2: just convenient. I mean, it's just, it's just oh, yeah, how he it's just
0: stuff. looks right at it. Looks you know, right it, at
2: it. It's the it's the Jurassic Park. The eyeball staring right at you. you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's it's anytime there's a giant animal, that's about to just dominate. That's well, that's the guarantee.
0: This is a big part of Star Wars too. Is the uh, the face off with uh, a giant creature? You know, like even in the first episode we had the Ravnac. Uh, in this episode we have the Mudhorn. Uh, like in Return of the Jedi, you've got the Sarlacc pit and the, the, the fucking Rancor. And in yeah. episode five, you've got the abominable abominable snowman
1: uh, <laughs>
0: and so on and so forth. You've just got all these, all these like massive creatures that the heroes have to often go against. Uh,
1: in episode three, you have Palpatine.
0: Exactly. Uh, Oh, in episode two, the, uh, the giant ring they,
2: that's like, yeah, all the, the they,
0: fight, they fight like three giant yeah. creatures. Yeah. And then uh from outside the cave, we see a uh, we see baby, and he hears a blaster fire, and a beast roaring, and then he sees Mando just fly the fuck out
2: of there. <laughs> I love, I love, <laughs> the I love the cinematography of that scene when it's sw- it pans to Ma- or, uh, baby Yoda, and then you just you hear that bla- that iconic blaster fire. First of all, like the the, the sounds of Star Wars are just so like. Shout out to Ben Burt. Oh, they're just so good. I mean, they just sound like it's one of those things. Where, like you hear it, and you know exactly. It's like if I was blind, like you could sh- play that, and I would know like immediately. It's a Star Wars blaster. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I <laughs> guess that would rely on me being like having actually seen it. Eh, whatever. <laughs> We're gonna get to the nuance of that. Point being, I love the like the look of that red blaster fire go off in there, and you just see it yeah. kind of barely light up that sound, and then. Just that moment of calm just for a split second before just Mando just gets whooped. Because, like, in your head, all you've seen Mando do is pretty much dominate up until this point.
0: Mm-hmm, so when you
2: see that, You hear Blaster Fire think oh, he's about to handle shit. Oh, he girl. handled that. Bitch. Hey, just, I, I thought he was just going to be on his shoulder like, what's up, bitches? <laughs> Get out of here. Like, no, he just gets die just shit on i mean for a lack of a better term just gets his shit rocked
0: absolutely gets shit on the uh the mudhorn emerges from the cave and as uh mando tries to shoot it uh his gun jams because you know mud and uh, <laughs> uh yeah the mudhorn, as you said just shits on this dude absolutely destroys him he stands no fucking chance and uh then the mudhorn sets his sights on uh on baby yoda and uh, he charges but mando's uh, like i can't uh... have that can't have that, grapples him out of the fucking way, like a badass, like the protective father that he is. Uh the modhorn leaps on a uh supine mando and he tries to get it off with his flamethrower that doesn't work. He uh fires a hook into its face and it just runs off with him attached to the line. Uh yeah. <laughs> He gets flung away, and the Mudhorn continues to fuck him up. Just knock, knocks him the fuck out. He's he's down. He's done and out. I was like, the show's over. He's oh, dead. I,
2: <laughs> I mean, I just love that they took the time to, like, really beat into him. Like, that's as weird as that sounds to want, like, to see your protagonist just get beat the hell up. He's vulnerable, you know? Like he hasn't seen him be yeah, vulnerable. For me, it was, like, the perfect amount. It wasn't like, oh, it didn't, like, wasn't the stereotypical, like, oh, he takes a few blows, and then he gets on his shit. Like, they really took the time to, like, A, develop how strong this Mudhorn is, but B, like, also show how vulnerable and weak Mando was in this moment. I mean, he looked gassed. He looked like he just went 12 rounds with, like, Apollo Mike Creed. Tyson. Yeah. I mean, he
0: got knocked the fuck out in the first round yeah. by
2: Mike Tyson, but. I See, mean,
0: like, do you realize how badass Mike Tyson is for me to say that? Like,
2: <laughs> in this, boring, fictional, this fictional
0: bounty hunter in this <laughs> in this show, I think would get fucked up by Mike Tyson. I mean,
2: I was <laughs> leaning towards Apollo Creed just because of you know who else is in the show, but like, yeah, I get the yeah, Mike Tyson. I get for you.
3: Sure. I get you. I mean, shit. If Baby Yoda wasn't there, I mean, I strongly believe Mando would have died. One hundred percent.
0: I mean, right here, Mando. Mando. Uh, he. he you know, he's he accepts his fate here. He puts his mm-hmm. head down, he brings out the vibro blade, and he's like, all right, well, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> he's
2: yeah, like, if this, is this is like the end, this is the end. I he's using like a three-inch blade to take on a mudhorn, like just giant. He's like, yeah, this will do. I mean, his, like, if, last if line of defense, is, it shows the desperation.
0: He's yeah. like, if this is the end of me, at least I have a friend with me, a weapon in my hand, my command, and my men with me.
3: Yeah, I never knew that it was a vibra blade ever. Like, I thought it was literally just a normal, like, little knife sort of thing, but I I don't know what episode I realized it in, but I I talked to you guys about it, and I was just like, what the heck's going on with this thing? Like, why is it vibrating like that? That
0: happens next episode.
3: Really? It wasn't yes, vibrating but- this episode?
0: Yeah, it no. was. Uh, well, I, I'm sure it was, but I just couldn't see it.
1: Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah, I think I, I, I saw it a little bit, too, in this episode. Okay.
0: Yeah, so uh, he he sticks that blade straight the fuck out, and uh, he's like, "All right, this is this is the end, this is the end." And uh, baby sticks his hand out, and the mudhorn stops in its tracks. Mando looks up, and the the bitch is floating. I remember the first time I watched this, and I was like, "Oh fuck, (laughs) this is the best," because I was so excited, like. Mm And I didn't anticipate it. I didn't expect any force to be in this show. I didn't expect any of it. And like, even when I saw Baby Yoda, I didn't think he would have the force. I just thought he would be a part of Yoda's species. Uh, and then, lo and behold, he's fucking magical. Do you think this species is naturally...
2: Force sensitive? Yes. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Because when he comes on, he's a baby. And, like, obviously my thoughts are, okay, we haven't seen Force up to this point, which is really just one episode. But still, yeah. you're kind of sitting there leaning towards the fact that, like, this is kind of, like, you know, a forceless world, I guess you could say. Just kind of like the Force isn't – it's not integral to the story. And you see Baby Yoda, and I started to wonder. But I'm like, well, he's 50, and he still looks like a baby. So, like, is this man really smart enough to, like – be like, nah, get out of here. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? You don't really
0: know. know, but. They've got to have very strong, strong ties to the Force. Right. And I like, mean, we also don't, he's 50. We don't yeah. know, like, what, what's been happening before this. Like, d- maybe on this, this species' home planet, maybe they are all Force sensitive. So like, from birth, they're being taught how to use this shit. Like, yeah. maybe that's why Yoda was able to be a Grand Master, but like,
3: I don't know. Where I was really... the rest of
0: his species at, yeah. at the time of the prequels and shit like that?
3: You know? I really do just think Baby Yoda is is like a dog. It's a weird analogy to make, but he's just so loyal to to his owner or companion, I guess, um, which is Mando. And he's acting out of like a sort of a self defense mechanism. Like it's an instinct. Yeah, and I don't know if I don't know if that's just the way they come out of the package, (laughs) or if it's just kind of like a fight or flight instinct. But I mean, it's it's pretty cool nonetheless.
0: I I I do uh, a. I, I wanted to say one thing to Kyler real quick. Uh right here I actually have a little toy Jawa right in front of me. And uh, uh so I just wanted to give a big old a big old fat fuck you, to Kyler. <laughs> I mean um, I'm
2: I'm really scared that like if you ever find my address, like I'm gonna get one. Oh, like I'm dude. just gonna end up with one oh, dude, and I'm I,
0: gonna I'm gonna send you like endless Jawas.
2: I mean like I'm literally going to dispose of them. Like I will make a habit of like new ways to dispose of them each time. I'll send you a real life java.
0: I mean, you find we'll, one, We'll dress, we'll dress Joseph up in a, in a- <laughs> In a robe and we we'll...
1: <laughs> yeah, You really, you walked into that one there, Joseph. Yeah, I
0: you set it, it up. Yourself
1: out for you set really it up did. perfectly.
0: Damn. But uh, yes, I do, I do agree with Joe in that uh, <laughs> that Baby Yoda is kinda like a dog. It probably is more instinctual than it is like he's actually been trained or anything like that.
2: And I love, I love the like, if we're going with that, leaning into that analogy, like the, how quick the loyalty is built between Yoda and Mando. And it's really more just Yoda to Mando. Like, I wouldn't say Mando up to this point feels, he's got a little bit of a connection. It's kind of being set up, but like, it's not super concrete or anything. He's still planning to pass this thing on to the client. So I think Yoda sees him save save or yoda sees mando save him from ig11 and i think from right there yoda's immediately i mean he already tries to force heal mando from that point i mean before the mudhog or uh mudhorn yeah mudhorn my bad so i think that's a really interesting thing is like how quick he was to trust and like grasp for mando just in that like emotional sense and it's because he's so young when you think about he's a baby Exactly. I mean, he might and be 50, that, but he's a
0: baby. He could also be getting a read into him through the Force.
2: Yeah. Like, I, I know yeah. at
0: the heart of this guy is good, and I can feel it.
2: Right. Yeah. Or or, I,
0: I trust him, you know?
3: Big or here. Oh, or hot take The coming. first hot episode. Take. Well, not really. It kind oh, of makes okay, sense. okay. You but just first, you just
2: prepped it. You prepped it yeah, like I it know, might I,
3: be. I did. I did. But the first episode, we don't know what condition or how the people are treating Baby Yoda where he's True. at.
0: And Hopefully maybe it was, like the stormtroopers at the yeah, end. Maybe yeah.
3: Maybe it was so bad that like he's he, Mando was the first face he saw of a different, well, I guess IG-11 was. But the first human sort of face that baby Yoda saw. And maybe it was just like he instantly like was like thank you for saving me. I'm going to I'm just like a loyal dead. to you forever.
0: Yeah. Kind of like Chewie with Han.
3: Yeah. So who knows? I mean, yeah. I really do want to know what the heck they were doing with Baby Yoda back there, and how we got there, and everything. But
2: yeah, uh,
0: but after Baby makes this uh, mudhorn float, uh, he collapses into his pod, exhausted from the energy energy exertion, and uh, Mando is just fucking shook. He's like, "Yeah, yo, what <laughs> the fuck do I have here? What the fuck's going on?" <laughs>
2: He pan. he's so close to literally, like, not reacting in time as, like, Yoda just disabled this thing for long mm-hmm. enough for Mando. Like, it's not dead. It's just floating. Like, it's oh, just yeah, immobile. Like, and he's just like, He, he almost fuck? waited too long and still lost. And then Yoda's just going to be passed out, like, done for, like, just yeah, sitting he gives, duck.
0: He gives this mudhorn just one little stab with the vibroblade yeah, and it's done for.
3: Maybe Mando thought he was, like, dreaming from whenever he got knocked out. Like, maybe oh, he, he didn't was, think it was real maybe, at first.
2: Maybe he was shook, yeah. No, he's definitely shook up on that stuff.
0: But, yeah, this is when he realizes he prote- he's protecting and in uh, possession of something very, very powerful, much more than he can even comprehend. Yeah. And, uh,
3: can we talk about the way Baby Yoda just, like, like, puts, like, just sits down after he uses the force? Like, and it, it tires him out.
2: Yeah, I just think with uh, the, the way he gets like so tired after that, just parallel that immediately just threw me to 11 from Stranger Things, like just that common like level of exertion. And then that immediate exhaustion afterwards, yeah. like just how gassed they are after they, mm-hmm. you know, Yoda with the force and then 11 with her telekinetic powers and stuff. You know, it's very like similar in that regard, which I think it just demonstrates. Is it a because, you know, we don't really see Jedi get that way using the force you know yeah, like older because yeah. we've seen older jedi i mean baby or uh yoda, yoda gets a I think in the, when he's old yeah he does get a little tired but i think it's interesting to see that new perspective of like a very young force sensitive person like it makes yeah, you kind of I mean. wonder is a youngling like would a youngling in the jedi temple like would they kind of struggle with that similar kind of thing or is that just yoda's that much younger that it's just like he yeah. only has so much in him
1: Well, it's also probably the fact that they're, like, younglings, they're not as connected to the Force at that age as Yoda is. So, like, like, you don't see see younglings being, like, you know, Force lifting a fucking mudhorn. Otherwise, (laughs) Anakin would have been done for whenever he went in there to take out all the younglings. They would have just lifted them up and thrown them around the room.
0: God, could you imagine? Wouldn't that have been so fucking funny? (laughs) <laughs> like, what if what if what, 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 what sent Anakin into his Anakin. rage was the fact that he got embarrassed by a bunch of young people? <laughs> like, what if that's why he became Darth Vader? Damn. Just,
1: hey, we don't Anakin, know. The how's went the off, Jedi Council yeah. going? <laughs> <laughs> <So> what <laughs> are we going to do, Master Anakin? And then he just gets picked there up. Too by all the many of
2: them. There's too many of them. What are we going
0: to do?
1: He
2: oh, just put me in the... He just... And his head just <laughs> oh, got <man>. sliced off. <laughs> oh. Well, not, oh, gosh. Oh, that was when we needed... We needed the disconnect the... Oh, yeah, right the disconnect there. sound. <laughs> that <would be> perfect. <laughs> uh,
0: but, uh, after, the, after all this, Mando finds the egg in the Mudhorn's cave, and he returns it to the Jawas, and uh, the Jawas just... They rejoice when he returns to it. Oh, happy day. We have our egg. Time to feast on its nectar. And, uh... <laughs> Oh my god! I, they, they slice that bitch open, and they're just scooping that bitch, sc- scooping it up with their hands. I was just like, oh "God, this is disgusting." It looked
2: pretty good. I, no, I don't know the worst ASMR potentially of all time. I mean, it's just not. <laughs> it, it, it just fuels the hatred even more, you know. I'm just a very <laughs> impassioned person about my like disdain for the Jawas.
0: Jawas, <laughs> you're 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 a racist against Jawas.
2: They they can't even be civilized to have this thing that they have so desperately craved. <laughs> and they can't even, like, just civilized enough to be like, let's, Sit down savor, let's savor this. Let's roomful. enjoy it. They like, a
1: whole starship, essentially. For I think day. it was a big fuck you to power. Mando, though. It was just kind oh, of a, it's a it's big fuck like, you. you. You
0: mean so little to us that we will give <laughs> you your ship parts back if you just go get us some fucking food.
2: <laughs> <laughs> essentially, a do- Mando's just an, uh, like a doordash. Change my mind. He's just a dash. Change my mind.
0: Uh, but it's like it's like a, he's like a DoorDash if you dismantled their car beforehand and then we're like <laughs> go get me food.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh again Quill hauls uh Mando and the baby along with uh, a lot of ship parts back to the Razor Crest by the uh, Blurg Mount trailer and uh baby Yoda's still sound asleep. Uh Mando and Quill discuss what he saw and he's like I I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know what the fuck happened and I I, I uh, 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 uh. that's just the energy here it's just uh, uh, i don't know i
2: I mean they're shocked i think it's i think that's a really interesting perspective that we get from this show too is a galaxy where like force sensitivity and like using the force Mm -hmm. is so like
0: it's like, mythical. What it's un- just happened? It's like it, it's unfamiliar. been
2: heard of like oh it's a legend like that's like, not oh, actually like we real. heard
0: we heard yeah. a guy n- we heard of a guy named Luke Skywalker who might be able to do stuff
1: like this. Yeah, <laughs> but but, we don't know if he's real.
2: That like it's like a folklore thing. Like it's it's not it's mythical like you said. It's just not something that they view as it's not as common as we think it is as a fan. You know, mm-hmm. we watch the trilogies where it's just like oh there's yeah. the force. Like cool. He, he well, I mean just,
1: it, it can go all the way back to episode four whenever uh, Han Solo is like, ah, get out of here with all that space wizard shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, that, none of that's real. You're just, yeah, you're just making and up. That, it's that's just old cool. dude making like
0: 20, about space wizards. That's only like 20 years removed from the Jedi Council. Yeah. How quickly the Empire just got rid of all traces of the Jedi. They yeah. were like, this didn't even fucking happen. Nobody will ever hear of this again. But um, you know, Luke along to save the day, and I guess Baby Yoda will be right there alongside him.
1: Eventually, maybe, hopefully, and you know, like eight hundred years, but whatever. Yeah, we'll I'm going to be
3: kind of sad if season two just starts off and it's like a hundred years later, <laughs> and they'll cry over like he just froze his body, and then now now Baby Yoda's old.
0: That'd be like, kind of crazy. I, That's not going to happen, though. We saw we yeah, got the first yeah. looks of uh the Mandalorian season two today, actually on the day of recording. Uh, what? Yeah, on Twitter, the, I saw the Entertainment Weekly, they always put out, like, the news, the, the biggest television series that's about to come out. They always have these pictures of, like, shots from the movie, uh, movie or show, and it looks fucking good. It looks, looks real clean, and, uh, Moff Gideon seems much more prevalent, so I'm very, very much so looking forward to that.
2: Huh. Uh, well, I can't we, uh, wait till we get to talk about him. Oh, oh dude! Gosh. I know.
0: It's so much, I, I, I think he's going to be such a great fucking villain in the Star Wars canon, like like top notch. I okay. I, I'm going to talk about him now. If you guys, don't. <laughs> um, I think due to what Filoni did with uh, Admiral Thrawn in uh, Star Wars Rebels, I think they were. I think a lot of Star Wars fans were, felt that uh, Dave Filoni was a little quick to the jump to get rid of Thrawn. Like, make sure that he was gone by the prequel trilogy instead of preserving him for after... Or that he was uh, before the original trilogy instead of preserving him for after like he was in all of the expanded universe. So I think Moff Gideon is kind of a replacement for Admiral Thrawn in this this post-Empire universe, you know?
2: Well, and I think one of the things that the TV shows possess an ability to do is... Show us characters or villains that are either underserved or just completely disregarded in the movies, Mm -hmm. especially with what we've gotten in the recent, most recent trilogy. It's just, you know, I felt like you've got the changes of director. You've got a lot of changes in visions, a a whole lot of different. It's just it's a little more jumbled than we traditionally seen with Star Wars. And that's not to say I don't love it. I'm never going to be one of those Star Wars fans that's going to sit in there and just say, I can't even watch this one. Like, I will gladly sit through episode one and just watch it and not Mm -hmm. be even that mad, like, at all. Like, I would just be like, (laughs) it's Star Wars. Like, at its worst, I'm still content. Like, that's just the bar I'm I'm with you there. So, I think that you've seen it done with even Filoni in Clone Wars. You've seen him do it with countless villains. I mean, I think, Mm -hmm. yes, Mm -hmm. uh, you've seen him do that. So, like... To know that we have such an important character in like Star Wars canon being introduced into a show. I almost feel like with a show, you have more creativity to a degree. Cause especially Filoni's got the keys. You know what I mean? Oh, like dude, he has, man. he I'm has stop. the freedom, especially with Favreau. What do we have as fans not to A, trust that to them to develop that into something amazing, but also you've got a little more longevity. You're talking about, you know, if he sticks around and we get him teased at the end of, season one if he sticks around he's the big bad in the last episode you know that's 10 episodes worth of you know um just a badass villain yeah Yeah. being maybe not in the focus for all 30 minutes every episode obviously that's unrealistic but like being that looming threat Mm -hmm. there's a lot that Filoni can do with that in that time span you know each episode and I think that's something that's exciting. That. We have, are maybe taking for granted some of us, maybe, just because in the movies, you know, you've got three hours to go through all these storylines, all these plot points, all these I different characters that you though. have to, <laughs> yeah, all these developments. The Rise of
0: Skywalker would have been a lot better if it had three hours to flesh out all of its shit.
2: Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where, you know, I think with a TV show, you get that chance to really kind of take your Expand time on things. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But, uh, next we see, uh, Quill and Mando just go to absolute work on the ship, rebuilding this bitch piece by piece until ultimately they can finally leave. And, uh, once again, Mando offers Quill a portion of the reward for his bounty. He's like, I couldn't have done any of this shit without you. Like, zero doubt in my fucking mind we wouldn't be here without you. And, uh, he's like, he's like, dude, I'm your host. I do all this shit for free, man. Just go about your life. Go about I mean, your days. I,
2: I, I can't, like, it was so hard when I watched it to grasp that, like, this guy was actually that selfless. Like I always mm-hmm. thought there was some bigger picture like, oh, he's working with another bounty hunter or he's the one that set up with the, uh, you know, IG-11 what, or something. Yeah. Or the the creatures, the boss uh, species. I just. Oh, I Trandoshans. Forgot. Yes. Like he had a tracker on Mando. Like that's where that's at. Like I always thought there was some catch.
0: And in fact, no, this dude's
2: literally just that genuine. Not Quill. he's just that that guy. Like, (laughs) wow. There could be.
0: Homie is a hippie, I'm telling you. He just wants wants to smoke weed and, (laughs) (laughs) and live in peace, man.
2: I think what was crazy was that Mando, we saw him be quick to offer up half of the reward to IG-11. And it's kind of interesting to see that, like usually for a guy who's so fit to combat, like instead of jumping to combat or escalation to be like, let's, Hey, peace make. Let's, let's figure it out, man. Let's just go have <laughs> like to do that. Yeah. And I he's, think... he's
0: not worried about like, he's like the money's important. Like he, he needs the money to bring it back to his covenant and like to keep funding their operation and stuff. Right. I'm assuming that's what I, that's what I've made it up to be in my head. The way they take in their money and stuff right. is just to support the Mandalorians. Uh, but, like, it's not the most important thing. It's just, like, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a bounty hunter, so I'm going to get my bounty. Like, that's just what yeah, I do. Yeah, one way or another, so,
2: how whatever it takes kind of yeah. – yeah. But I think it's interesting to see it with – um, like, you see that it just seems so much more different. Like, with IG-11, it felt like – I'd almost felt like you could have seen Mandalorian, like, being sneaky and, like, capping him right before they pull up. Yeah, for sure. Which it doesn't matter because he capped him anyway. But, like – You know, with I I really felt like that it was so much more like from the heart, like with that scene, like it's just that relationship immediately like Mandalorian is legitimately so thankful, like so like, man, like,
0: absolutely. And right here he offers him. He's like, I will. You can come aboard my crew. Like I want I want to bring you with me everywhere I go now. Yeah, <laughs> I want you, I want you to be with me because you know things and you can help That's me out a lot. a good
3: ass compliment to get from a Mandalorian. Oh, oh my no god! And, yes. And he's
0: like, he's like, man, I've gone my whole life trying to get out of servitude. I'm gonna live in peace. You do your thing, I'm gonna do mine. It's like the Uncle
3: what... Iroh of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Don't know if you guys have watched Avatar the yeah. last Narrator, But it's yeah. it's exactly like Uncle Iroh.
0: Uh, uh, Mando and Quill ultimately part ways here. Mando heads for space. He tries to shake a Baby Yoda awake, and for a moment it doesn't work. But a few seconds later, he wakes up, and he sits up, and it's fucking adorable. And <gasps> then, uh, and then we cut to black. That's the end of the episode. And can
3: we talk about how weirdly shaped Baby Yoda's mouth is?
0: Yeah, he's got a very tiny, tiny, tiny. He looks mouth.
3: mean, or he looks like it's an upside down smile all the time. and I don't. I, why couldn't they just give him like a little cute smile, like a normal, like a you know? Like a right side up smile. It's upside down. <laughs> it's just weird. And I, I just think he's mad all the time and maybe that's why I want to eat him. I don't know, but whatever. I just so, so Joe,
0: let me let me get this that. let me get this clear, Joe. Are you fully in the camp that wants to eat baby over
3: now? No. I'm only in like I'm only in it like 25 like, we'll be
0: keeping up with that uh, we'll be keeping up with that week to week from now on every okay. week yeah well, so anymore
3: I'll do some more research on it and i'll'll see <laughs> maybe if we know what the race taste or their species tastes like and
0: what's the nutritional value
3: yeah, I'll, I'll,
1: yeah. Uh, I mean dude. Joseph post um you know where there's the like the big meme that came out whenever you just like drink drinking the cup of tea do you think the tea would make him taste better Oh man! Dude, I would that would add mean, to it, make so you more likely um, to eat. It. Ma-
0: imagine eating baby Yoda just full of Earl Grey.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I, I hate I can't myself. grasp that. I can't. Uh, you know, Dude, I think just, The mouth is faced a little, is shaped a little weird, but. It's still cute to me. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Is how... is cute. He is cute. That's why I'm
3: 75% on the side that he's a cute you little see, adorable. i really scared.
2: You're going to do more research. Like, for me, if it was I mean... only 75% love, 25%, I might eat him. Like, I would stop <laughs> there. Like, I'm not going to research to see if I could. No, he's going to. This is going to become Joseph's.
0: This is going to become Joseph's life. He's just going to be strolling <laughs> through pictures of Baby Yoda. And every day, that percentage is going to go up a little it's, bit. It's, it's, <laughs> it's going to be Baby Yoda
2: Tinder. It's going
0: to be swipe 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 right, swipe Swipe right. Swipe right. Like left right. to
3: not like. Honestly, oh, I man. think it's just the color. It's it's such. He, appetizing- like, he
0: reminds me. He reminds me of mint chocolate chip. Yes, ice it's, cream. A,
3: it's such an appetizing <laughs> color, and I think it would blend super well. It's I, just, I don't oh, know. Yeah. It's just, I hate see, this, color.
2: this is this is where I get so lost. You're going to the blend. Like it's not enough to just like grill this guy. Like you want to like <laughs> blend him in the most oh, awesome yeah. way. Okay,
3: well, I would take like his head, blend it, his body. <laughs> you, know.
0: you guys, so you guys, have you guys watched uh, Rick and Morty? Yeah, you remember that uh, the uh, interdimensional cable segment where uh, they cut to this uh, like Olympic style, uh, uh, like. Athlete thing, and it's a species that talks like blah 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 and then the guys like run up to the war and they like board and they splat Explode. on it, and that's and that like I think that's what Baby Yoda's blood looks like. Ooh,
3: that would taste so good! It was like blue raspberry. Oh and the in Rick and Morty, Joseph's oh.
1: just going to spend the next like year just like analyzing pictures and figuring out, you know, what based off of this picture.
2: I don't know. I think the way it just way it looks, like, it's like a grilled there.
0: Baby Yoda wing.
2: I mean, yeah. I'm almost positive he's up to 35 percent in the last 30 seconds. Like, yeah. no, no doubt. No doubt. I, I, I'd say 30. <laughs> I, w-
0: I would like to. I would like to make it clear that I am firmly in the camp that would not eat Baby Yoda. Oh, I
1: agree. No, that I is... okay, but mind, what if yeah. he was looking particularly tasty that day, Colton?
2: No, there's no particularly <laughs> tastiness that would possibly make me. Just think. the last thing to eat. Okay, on well the here's earth. the thing,
0: baby Yoda. Baby Yoda just like he looks. The, he's got the same fit on every. He's like a cartoon character. All right, like there's no particular day where he's looking like a snack compared to others. I don't <laughs> no. know.
2: I, I just hope that there is like a little twelve year old that tunes in to this podcast and just has just to imagine to the idea of eating Baby Yoda or 12, You're welcome, a little, kid. He's probably You're mature welcome. enough for that, but like maybe like a seven year old. <laughs> like just imagine him being like having the baby yoda plush dolls baby yoda like a uh, wall sticker and then he just hears Joseph being like, I would blend the shit out of baby
3: yoda. like no, man wow. I think it's for science you know also <laughs> like science. I'm a man of science and for science it's it's gotta be done sometime like if he was the last I'm creature on red. the world and you could, you had no other resources to eat. Would you starve yourself, or would you eat no, him No, then, then
0: I'm eating Baby Yoda. If there's nothing else, I – no, no, wait. See, so you,
1: so you – no, yeah, you I'm went right to it.
0: I'm a vegetarian. I can't eat Baby Yoda. You I went also, right
1: to it. Think about it, though. If it, it's it. the last resource on the world, you're both dying no matter what. Yeah, I'm just going to eat – ba- I'm just going to cut off little pieces of meat to feed Yeah, I'm eat Baby Yoda. I'm not, baby Yoda, over, baby
0: Yoda right? has the ability to live several several more years after me. He can restart hey, this kid. He can – to
2: go and back like to the we were saying one, a, asexually reproduction i mean exactly, he might be chilling. Exactly. I, he, yeah, might he, not might, need he might he might he might be
0: able to lay eggs and he be like might All not right. need me.
1: like hey like if okay, i okay now if what I'm about gonna... what about a fried baby yoda egg
0: all right, I think Ooh. we've gotten a little too far
1: now.
3: You're right. But, uh, <laughs> we got to stop. I'm, I'm. The percentage is going up and up and up, and it, it's got
2: to stop. It
0: was, it, baby Yoda, A fried Baby Yoda egg took it to a 50-50 right there.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> the elevation was nuts. I mean, we're talking about a serious We
0: we got, we, got a, Listen, we got a 25% Colton, increase in odds Colton, that uh, you Joseph wants to eat Baby Yoda.
1: You brought up Baby Yoda laying an egg. I had to go to the next logical step oh, there. I,
0: and believe me, I thought it. I thought <laughs> it. You, you said it. <laughs> Uh, but this has been, uh, the Penny Bloom podcast. That was, uh, episode, uh, chapter two of the Mandalorian titled The Child. I am, uh, Colton Robertson joined by the wonderful Joseph George.
1: Yep, That's me. Miles <laughs> Buttress. Thanks for having me.
0: And Kyler Barnett.
2: Yep, Thanks guys. We'll see you next week.
0: Yes, absolutely. Chapter three and, uh, another good one. I guess I'll see you then.
3: See you later, boys. Love you boys. Yeah.
0: Praise Keanu Reeves.